When you change your viewing, thinking, and doing, what you are viewing, thinking, and doing changes. Good morning, friends, peers, and family. My name is Joel Christensen, founder of Christensen Academy and co-founder of the Professor's Institute for Professional Advancement, or known as PIPA. Our mission is to serve the greater good of businesses, to help put them in a better position to succeed and thrive. I am very excited to start this new podcast on Joelisms, a forum that will allow me to share a little wit and wisdom from some of the life lessons I have learned from a lifetime of experience. It is my hope that you will be enlightened and even empowered from the topics I have a passion for, an interest in, and am curious about. All I ask is that you take from these podcasts only what feels right and good to you and that you can use and apply in your personal and professional life. Good morning out there in listening land. Uh, this is Joel and welcome to another one of my podcasts on Joelisms, sharing my wit and wisdom. Walt Whitman said, and I quote, we convince by our presence, unquote. Webster defines presence as the condition of being present, the area close to someone or something that is seen or noticed in a place or space. Presence means being there for yourself and others. Here's a Joel truth. If you aren't present for your own life, your life will end up being somewhere between ho and hum. There are four dimensions to presence. The first dimension is physical wellness. This requires you to take good care of your body and to maintain a healthy quality of life. Emotional wellness is the second dimension. Emotional wellness is how you feel. Intellectual wellness is the third dimension. It determines what and how you think. The better you think, the better your attitude will be. The better your attitude is, the better you feel. The better you feel, the better your choices. And the better your choices, the more good you will do. The fourth dimension is spiritual wellness. This is where your true self is found. Your true self is not found outside of yourself. It is only found when you are aligned and in harmony physically, emotionally, intellectually, and spiritually. Anytime you take a sabbatical from any part of your self, it invites disharmony and disorder. To have harmony and order in your life requires you to be present. To fully live and appreciate life, you must be present for it. There can be no unexcused absences. It seems easier for people today to be physically, emotionally, intellectually, and spiritually absent from life at times. Perhaps that is a result of being a little bit preoccupied with some screens where action can be the distraction. Socializing through human conversation has become more of an 
an exception today. While the older generation still enjoys a good visit with someone, their children or grandchildren prefer texts and tweets and Facebook and Instagram. I must confess, I do some of that myself. A conversation has been reduced sometimes to 140 characters. Words have been reduced to letters. It is not this author's intent here to indict the use of technology. I use it. It can be a very useful tool and serve a very useful purpose. However, if it isolates and separates separates a person from reality, relationships, a job or schoolwork, then its use is abused. Today, there are some kids not talking to other kids and kids aren't talking to parents. They can be separated by three feet at times and be texting each other or even on the phone. Kids don't get to the end of a driveway anymore before the screens in their car are turned on so they don't become a distraction. Take a few moments and observe families and couples and social situations. They are more likely to be on a screen than having any personal interaction. It seems to be the exception sometimes to sit down for a meal without the distraction or preoccupation with the screen. Life requires presence. Parents need to be present for their kids. Teachers need to be present for their students. Kids need to be present for their parents and teachers. Employees need to be present for their employers. Employers need to be present for their employees. Life cannot be fully realized, lived, and appreciated if you are not present for it or engaged in it. Personal power will not come from screens or distractions or chaos or crisis. At least that's been my experience. It will come when your emotional, physical, intellectual, and spiritual well-being are aligned and present for each other. There's some basic rules I've learned from life experience and from mentors, from other people I respect in life, for participating in life and passing life's examination that are important to follow if you want to move your life from mediocrity to excellence. First, life requires attendance. There can be no unexcused absences. Participation is required. Second, show up on time. Too many people today are indifferent about the importance of being punctual. Arrive on time or arrive ahead of time. Third, the excuse that there's been setbacks and disappointments and losses, and I'm not trying to minimize those, can be used to avoid taking personal responsibility and being account- accountable. Life doesn't have to stop while you are feeling what you need to feel and resolve what needs to be resolved. That work has to be done. Fourth, like attracts like. Get and stay connected to everyone and everything that is good in our company. For you, 
because that is where you will be affirmed, appreciated, valued, and loved. Fifth, stop making excuses. Be an achiever. Be a maker. Sixth, I like the idea of being a maker and not a taker. Everyone needs a good reason to get up in the morning. Everyone needs some hope to cope. A clear purpose and passion for life inspires you to want to get up, to stay up, to be fully present, to be hopeful, to do what you have been divinely called to do, and to do it with joy and gratitude. How you view someone or something, what you think and feel about someone or something, the choices you make, and who and what you attract in your life shapes your attitude. You can have a positive attitude or a negative one. They both take about the same amount of effort. Again, like attracts like. To paraphrase Wayne Dyer, when you change your viewing, thinking, and doing, what you are viewing, thinking, and doing changes. Think for a moment about the geese flying in formation because the wind is less resistant. They rely on one another's good energy and thrust. Each one of the geese gets to participate in a leadership role by taking turns once they get tired. Geese are present for each other and quickly learn to trust that other geese will be there to help them when they get tired. And their honking is encouraging and supportive because they are present for each other. I have never met anyone who is happy, grateful, and healthy because they chose a life of isolation. Life has more meaning when it is shared with someone who appreciates us, affirms us, values us, and loves us. And people who are affirmed and feel appreciated, valued, and loved, they're more likely to stay in relationships and in the workplace. They're more productive. The morale is higher. It's a win-win. One of the guiding principles Dr. Bob and Bill W. founded uh, AA on was that alcoholics and addicts cannot keep what they are not willing to give away. Just what does that mean? Both of them realized that they couldn't stay sober by themselves. But when they went to help another addict or alcoholic, they didn't think about taking another drink or using a drug. Think about the power found in the simple and unselfish principle of giving. It has created a spirit of connectedness between millions and millions of addicts and alcoholics throughout the world. The universal truth is that the more you give away, the more you receive. It is the perpetual cycle of giving unconditionally and unselfishly that creates the greatest good. It is one of life's greatest ironies. Positive people are more enthusiastic about life because they are present for it. They attract what and who is good for them and are wise enough to detach from who and what isn't. 
They build trusting and enduring relationships with those who share their passion for life, excellence, and success. It is so much more gratifying to travel on the thrust of positive energy than it is to be dragged down from the negative force of negative energy. Positive people are problem solvers. They are change agents for optimism and hope, and they build bridges that connect harmony to peace and happiness to success. Negative people are less enthusiastic about being present in life because they are more attracted to what isn't good for them than what is. They tend to build relationships with those who share their attitude of blame or mediocrity, or in some cases, failure, because that's what they become conditioned to do. I submit that that will only sabotage success and happiness. According to some research I have done on presence, there seems to be a consensus on the following uh, personal and professional performance with respect to benefits. One, better communication and focus, better concentration, better execution and attention to detail that really matters, especially under pressure. Three, listening and memory skills are improved. Four, more discerning about what is and isn't important. Five, work smarter, not harder. Six, more laughter and spontaneity. Seven, a more genuine emotional connection with other people. Eight, improved physical health and energy. And nine, creates greater harmony with others. Presence in life can be compared to a dance. It is subject to change depending upon the partner. Greater dancers are committed to synergy and excellence. They perform their dance with harmony and grace and good timing. It is inspiring and enjoyable to watch them. You don't want the dance to become a slump shoulder shuffle. You want it to become a wiggle and giggle. The synergy of a graceful dance is achieved only through preparation and practice, commitment and persistence. Each dance partner has had different life experiences and teachers that require you to learn the value in adapting to their various movements. The most elegant dances happen when the partners learn to trust each other. The more trust, the more spontaneity and freedom of movement. When you find the right dance partner, you will never want to leave the dance floor. It is the true nature of our spirit to want to be free, to experience a play, playful, peaceful, and half, happy life, the spirit must be given the permission and freedom to do so. There is great wisdom found in an old Irish proverb that says, learn to dance as if there is no one watching, sing as if no one is listening, and play as if you were still a child. Lucy Swindoll said, quote, 
to fully enjoy the sacred gift of life, to get from its greatest pleasure, purpose, and beauty, one needs to participate in it with not just the look of involvement and contentment, but with a genuine spirit of involvement as well. And Jim Elliott said, quote, wherever you are, be all there, unquote. So the takeaway from this podcast is simple. Be involved with your life. Be present for your life. It will serve you well. Thank you for listening. If you are looking for a common sense speaker, help with your business and strategic planning, books by Joel, or continuing education credits in ethics and managing your time to be more efficient and productive, please contact me at speakerjoel at ymail.com or through my websites www.joelcspeaking.com or www.professorsinstitute.com.